Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live is also brought to you by Quick Clack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome once again into Cougar Pregame Live, presented as always by Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are back at the Marriott Center, hosting the Broncos of Boise State. Now, BYU 5-1 and one on the season, and coming off an in-state win in Logan, the Cougars defeated the Aggies last Saturday, 67-64. to Alex Barcelo, man, he continues to shine as he's led the team in scoring once again with 23 points. The biggest shot of the night, however, came from Connor Harding, who, after starting the game 0-4 from 3, hit a massive triple from the corner to put BYU you up to stay. The Cougars went with the same starting lineup for the second straight game against the Aggies. That starting lineup was Barcelo, Averett, Harding, Loner, and Harms taking the floor. We'll see if Coach Pope sticks with that lineup or mixes it up. We should know, hopefully, within the next little bit. Now, the Broncos, the team coming into the Marriott Center tonight, are 2-1 and one, and coming off a win over the weekend at home against the College of Idaho. Boise State beat the Cougars, if you'll remember, last season in Boise in overtime. But BYU leads the overall series 9-5, to five, and the Cougars at home in Provo are 6-1 and one all-time against the Broncos. Now, before the season started, this is always something that uh, I had remembered from before the season started. Coach Pope was talking about the schedule and talking about the teams, specifically the non-conference schedule that they were able to put together. And I remember him saying that Boise State was going to be one of the better teams that they will have faced. And that kind of stood out to me because I, I didn't expect him to mention Boise State. But the more you look at what Boise State brings back in terms of the talent, they've got an NBA guy on their roster, real deep team. Uh, I can certainly understand why he would have said that, and he, he mentioned it again this week. This is going to be one of the toughest teams that they will have faced. Now, one thing that Boise State has not done a great job with so far has been shooting the ball, and that's been from the field and from three. From the field, they're shooting 42%, which isn't horrible, uh, but they're 24% from three. That's certainly something you want to make sure you don't allow the Broncos to get hot shooting the ball tonight. That will be a big key for BYU. One area that they have been very, very good at is forcing turnovers, and not just forcing turnovers, but scoring directly off of those turnovers. Uh, I'm really curious to get Mark Durant's take on this. This is something BYU has struggled with a little bit in terms of turning the ball over with, over, and with Boise State being so good at forcing the turnovers and then scoring off of those, uh, that will also be another big key to pay attention to tonight in this matchup. It's time for our pregame player interview, and Tonight it's with Caleb Lohner. He's in his first season in Provo after originally committing to Utah. The freshman from Dallas, Texas, has already made his mark, mostly on the boards. But after starting 0 for 11 from 3, he hit 3 of 4 from the perimeter in the win over the weekend at Utah State. Caleb is a great person to talk to, fun to talk to, good personality. And I asked him how he would describe his first two weeks as a collegiate athlete. Exciting, different. Um, and then learning every step of the way. Like, it's actually been really, really cool for me to see how college basketball kind of works. I know it's different with COVID and stuff, but like, I've been having the time of my life. 
So it's been really fun. And I'm just blessed to be here, man. What's been the biggest difference from what you maybe expected it to be versus what the reality of college basketball has been? Yeah, I think one thing um, that we've experienced a little bit is I think the frustration levels, um, because sometimes it's just like you just get beat down and um, you got to keep pushing through that. But what I've kind of learned in this last few weeks is we just got to find a way no matter what, like play through all the frustration no matter what's going on, just keep playing and do what we do. So, so I have to imagine some of that frustration probably was was the three-point shooting early on for you. Since I was at the Utah State game, I got to see that first three go down, and I will never forget the kind of the reaction. It was, As soon as that thing went in, you were like, yep, knew it all along. How good did that feel? Oh, so good. And I mean, <laughs> like I'm on this team to help us win. And making threes is just a bonus, but it was really good just to feel one go in. I mean, that's a part of your game. That's a part that you know is there. Is it just a matter of time to just get in the flow? Just a little bit of the pace of the game and then making sure I'm remembering all my different responsibilities on the court, maybe rushing it a little bit. But, yeah, it was really good to see a few go in, so – it was a really nice win for you guys in state. You guys are now five and one. It's pretty crazy to think this is already game number seven for you guys. It seems like the season just tipped off. How crazy is that, that it's been that many games in such a short period of time? It's been pretty crazy. Like it's been pretty busy. I think that first week, week and a half, we played like four or five games. Now we have a little bit of a space between our game Wednesday and Saturday, but yeah, we've been traveling. We already traveled uh, out to Connecticut. We went up to Utah State. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been having the time of my life. It's hard, but it's so fun. It really is. Everybody is obviously really excited to have you in the program and, and everything that they know is possible with you. I'm curious if you could give everybody a little bit of a, of an idea on what you're like away from basketball. Who are you rooming with? You know, what are you studying? Some things like that. Give everybody a little idea about yourself. No idea what I'm studying. I figuring that out. Uh, I mean, I'm roommates with guys on the team. I love being around. I'm roommates with Rich Harward, Hunter Erickson, and then one of the uh, GAs here, Brad Kitchen. They're awesome. Freaking studs. I mean, right now, honestly, like off the court, we don't have a ton of time because we're so locked in right now with basketball. But I'm I'm just trying to do whatever I can to be positive, take care of my responsibilities, and have fun, whether it be on the court with friends getting my homework done. Um, but again, I'm so blessed to be here at BYU, man. I'm having such a good time, learning a ton. So you guys have Boise State, and then you have Utah on Saturday. Yep. In terms of the Broncos, I know you weren't on the team last year when BYU went up to Boise to play them there. What's been the scouting report against this Bronco team that you'll face? They're a really good team. They're athletic. Um, they get to the rim really well. They move, they're quick. We got to be really good in transition on defense, but it's just, it's going to be a tough game. We got to come out, do what we do and uh, play as hard as we can. I know that not turning the ball over is something that every game that's going to be important, but with what Boise State does, they are really good at forcing turnovers and score a lot of points off of it. How much has that been emphasized? Huge. Like coach has been all week, take care of that ball, take care of that ball. Um, so that, that's, that's one of our keys to win this game. Yep. Caleb, I appreciate the time. Good luck against Boise state. Appreciate it. Thank you. That was freshman forward, Caleb Lohner. He is, uh, 
as I mentioned leading into the interview, really fun to talk to, really good personality, and such a massive get for BYU when he decided uh, to come to Provo. This is a big-time talent, uh, played his senior season at Wasatch Academy here in the state, originally from Dallas, Texas, but, I mean, 6'8", 230, and a lot of times when you're looking at collegiate athletes that are looking to move on to the NBA, one of the things that you look at, and obviously you want guys to be able to do everything, but if, if there's a collegiate player that's looking to go pro, you always look and say, okay, well, what's, what's the one skill he has that translates to the NBA? And if he's got that, okay, well, that's what will keep him in. He can work on the other stuff. In terms of Caleb, right now, going from high school to college, the one thing for Caleb that he's been able to show right out of the gate is his ability to rebound. He's averaging about five points per game, but he's coming in averaging a little over six rebounds a game, and that is massive to be able to have that type of production rebounding right out of the gate. The offensive stuff, the shooting, that will come as his career goes on, certainly as this season goes on, but his ability to come in and immediately be a beast on the boards has been a big, big plus for this BYU basketball team. And I know everybody, whether it's coaches, his teammates, fans, everybody's extremely happy to see him in a BYU uniform. Well, this season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center. Time for our courtside conversation with my good friend, Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, continues right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Cougars back at the Marriott Center tonight hosting the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard with you in our BYU radio studios. Right next door is the Marriott Center, which is where we will go now. It's time for our courtside conversation with the great Mark Durant. Hi, Mark. How are you today? It was a fun game, wasn't it? Took care of business up there. It was a fun time. Absolutely. And they got the win. That was the important part. And now BYU's 5-1. But you hear the players and the coaches, when they were talking to us during postgame, during the interviews this week, they still feel like there's so much more that they can get better at. What areas do you think they still need the most attention? Yeah, so when I watch this team, I don't have a high degree of comfort and confidence, (laughs) to be honest with you. But it's kind of, I mean, it's still 5-1, and one and it's kind of interesting to me. One of the reasons I'm excited about this team is is I just feel like they're going to get so much better. A lot of teams, you're kind of, they are kind of who they are, and they maybe get a little better over the season. I think this team has a chance to really be so much better in January than now and, and going to be amazing in March. And part of the reason is you got so many new guys, so many young guys that are trying to kind of find their way feel their role on the team you can just see the development you had Caleb on the show you can see the development Caleb uh, you know just in this short period of time and he's you know if he can get confidence in that three-pointer and he's going to get a lot better and Matt Harms you can see his development and 
you know, guys are just in Gideon Jordan. I mean, go down the list. They're, they're kind of just putting their toe in the water, you know, and once they get confident, they're going to be swimming, and and this team, I think, will be much, much better. But you got to play with the, the kind of the confidence and team that you have right now, and they're finding ways to get things done. They had an aberration in that USC game, I, I like to think, but uh, the other games in St. John's and Utah State, well, those are tough games against good opponents, tight situations, uh, and they found a way to get it done. That says a lot about just the basic heart and, and competitive nature of this team. Now if they can you'll kind of find that confidence, find that rhythm, find that uh, chemistry, and, and guys getting better, I think I think the, the sky's the limit for this team. And that's that's kind of what excites me about them. Not necessarily where they're at right now, even though they're five and one, but I think this team can get much better as we as these months go by. Well, and staying on that same topic, I, I think the fact that they are five and one while still going through all this stuff, to your point, I think is a very positive thing because sometimes it doesn't work out that way. When you're implementing a lot of new faces and trying to figure out rotations and things like that, sometimes you're going to take your lumps, and that doesn't reflect in wins. I think the fact that this team is able to go through that and learn while winning at the same time I think will pay dividends for this team moving forward. Yeah, and you got to remember, too, that you know, Coach Pope, is. this is just the start of his second year. And it, w- when you come in as a coach, you've got your system, uh, and you've kind of got to get everyone to buy it. And uh, you had a lot of seniors last year who could figure it out, and it was a little easier transition than it might otherwise have been. But now you've got a guy like a Matt Harms who's you, – you've got to have him on the floor, but – He's such a different player than anybody you had last year. And so you kind of have to change it. And Coach Pope on our show after the Utah State game talked about figuring out the spacing. And it's just kind of a different approach offensively for BYU that the guys who were here last year, you know, didn't really do. And certainly the guys coming in haven't experienced. So there's there's a learning curve even for the guys that were on the team last year for what they're trying to do this year. But I'm you know, figuring it out. And like I said, you know, they do a lot of good things well to keep them in the game. Like defensively, they've been terrific. And, uh, you know, generally they shoot the ball well from the three. And uh, But but that defense has kept them in the game even when there's been some shaky times. I mean, they played eight minutes of just disaster basketball against Utah State in the second half, and they still won. And part of that is because they, you know, they were getting stops too. They were playing good defense, and they played good to get themselves a cushion. I mean, uh, there's a lot to like about this team. But, again, it's, you know, to me, scratching the surface, I hope, and I think, I think they have a chance to be really good. Well, and one of the other bright spots with this team, and it's been this way since the tip of the season, is the play of Alex Barcelo. I mean, this is a guy that was here last year, and now he's one of the seniors. The scoring load... Uh, he's carrying more of that than what he needed to do last year, and he has certainly excelled at that. And if he's not hitting the jump shot, he's certainly proven his ability to be able to to get to the rim, maybe get fouled and go to the free throw line. I think his play has just been phenomenal. Oh, man, he is he's so good and much better even than I thought. And I thought he was going to be really good, but he's he's a real offensive threat. And uh, and now teams are using their whole game plan what's what's their number one game plan i mean it's number one stop barcella what are we going to do to stop barcella so he's got to figure that out plus he's got to fill this leadership void 
<laughs> from all those guys that left last year, and I think he's done a nice job with that. I mean, he's kind of got the the Jesus roll out on the on the waves with Peter trying to walk. You know, he's he, he reaches out and he gives takes him by the hand and says, it's "Gonna be okay," you know, and, and gives him confidence. And and uh, I don't mean to be sacrilegious or anything, but that's kind of the role of a leader. Is is a lot of these young guys and those tough situations, they need to have someone that's been through it and is confident and you just feel like okay alex has got the ball we're okay he's gonna do something good he's not gonna make the mistakes and and we're in good hands with him and he's just been absolutely terrific in every role whatsoever for this team and he needs to continue to do that because i mean i can't imagine byu having much success if alex has a bad game he just he's just too important to this team well, and Alex is going to see some familiar faces, a couple of former Arizona Wildcat teammates now with Boise State. The Broncos come in with a record of 2-1. and one. What have been your impressions of this Bronco team, a team that BYU lost to in overtime in Boise last year? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, they, they've passed the eye test as I'm watching them, and they've got some really good players. You know, Derek Austin Jr. has had, I think, 26-11 and 11 against BYU last year. So he's, you know, he's an NBA guy, and uh, they, like you mentioned in the pregame, they turn you over, which is really good that BYU has played the USC, the St. John's, and the Utah States that really get after it and try to turn you over, especially St. John's, and because uh, they're going to need to have some composure against that type of defense. But, you know, it, it's an interesting team because they, again, as you mentioned, shoot so poorly from the three-point line. I don't know if that's just kind of a little phase in the early part of the season. But if you combine their poor shooting from the three with BYU's really good defense from the three, I mean, it's hard to imagine they're going to come in here and, and shoot enough threes to beat BYU. So what do they have to do? You know, Austin's going to have to have a good game. They're going to have to really rebound the ball, offensive rebounds, which they're good at. So, those are things you have to be really concerned about if you're BYU to, to be really good at today or, or this certainly this team. You know, they beat BYU last year. Certainly this team is good enough to come in and beat BYU here. Well, let's take it one step further in terms of the turnovers. This stat just blew me away when I read this in the uh, Boise State game notes. 30% of their points, of their total points, speaking of Boise State, 30% of their total points come off scoring after an opponent turnover 30 percent they not only are they getting turnovers but they are turning those directly into points i mean that that is just going to be crucial tonight for byu to make sure that they are very careful with their possessions it's a team that rely that's part of their offense is is the turnover and then transition so that's kind of what they rely on doing and so if you if you take care of the ball you're taking away a significant part of their uh, offense and you know, BYU's had some real issues, I think, with turnovers, too. Uh, I'm worried about Brandon Averett. I think at times he tries to do too much. He dribbles into traffic. Uh, and, you know, Spencer Johnson, who I thought played a great game, was kind of loose with the ball in that in that second half against Utah State. I mean, you just have to really value the basketball. And maybe a pass that you make when you're up 20, you don't make when it's a two-point game late. And, and maybe a drive that might be ill-advised, uh, you don't make. And, but it's hard because you don't want to handcuff guys. You know, right. you don't want to say, Brandon, don't drive to the hoop. But it just has to be a, an emphasis on valuing the basketball, especially in certain situations. I think if BYU can do that, they're going to be 
they're going to be in good shape. But, I mean, that's a concern for me is the turnovers, especially against a team like Boise State. All right, besides the turnovers, Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen Orm proudly present our keys to the game. Mark, outside of the turnovers, what else are your keys to the game? <laughs> well, that's not fair. That's my key to the game. But let me say, I'm saying if BYU's under 15 turnovers, they should win this game. I mean, they're going to shoot better at home from the three. You've got to take away that key aspect of Boise's offense and, and, and turning in transition. So I'm going to say if you get under 15 turnovers, if you're BYU, you're in good shape. I like it. Mark, great stuff as always. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Hey, thanks, Jason. There we go. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other action in college basketball. It's coming up next. It's Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Getting ready for tip-off between the BYU Cougars and the Boise State Broncos. Cougar fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU victory tonight, pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com tomorrow when you use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, this offer will be good at any Utah location with a BYU victory tonight. All right, let's update you on another local game featuring two local teams. It's in uh, action right now in Orem, Utah Valley, hosting the T-Birds of Southern Utah. And right now, SUU with a 25-16 lead with nine and a half minutes to go in the first half, leading the Wolverines. Top 25 action, number 17, Texas Tech with a three-point lead over Abilene Christian, 25-22. Number 20, Florida State with a two-point lead over Indiana, 33-31. They are just tipping off for the second half. Number two, Baylor leading Stephen F. Austin, 18-13. And number 13, Texas Longhorns leading Texas State, 14-8. Also a final, actually two finals from top 25. Number 19, Richmond defeats Northern Iowa, 78-68. And 13th ranked Wisconsin takes down Rhode Island, 73-62. Hey, coming up at halftime, we will preview BYU football's game this Saturday against San Diego State. Plus, we'll get to some other scores, update a lot of these games we just mentioned coming up also at halftime. But in the meantime, we're going to get you over to the Marriott Center. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is coming up next with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now, let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. As the Cougars return home for a two-game set that tips off tonight against Boise State, a team that uh, beat BYU last year in Boise but hasn't played in Provo in 12 years. I'm Greg Rubel with your play-by-play commentary tonight. Joined courtside by the former BYU Hoops standout Mark Durant and Mark uh, 
there aren't too many teams which can say they've already played six games since the college season tipped off two weeks ago tonight. There are fewer which can say they've got five wins. So five and one is a really solid start for a BYU team. Still trying to figure, I think, a lot of things out on the fly still. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, to me, it's like uh, on the Instagram, you know, you only put pictures of yourself that where you, where you look good. In reality, you don't look that good. You have five and one seems really good. BYU, to me, does not look that good with my eye. I think a lot of the things uh, offensively, they're floundering a little bit right now. But I tell you what, their defense is top notch. Uh, I think guys like Matt Harms and and uh, Caleb Lohner and Gideon George, Spencer Johnson, they're getting more confident, and they're finding ways, even though it hasn't been pretty at times, to get the wins. I, I didn't know what to think of this team after USC, but I tell you, that St. John's and Utah State game were battles, and they were close, and it was hard, and they got it done. And that, that says a lot about this team. So even though they might not seem like a 5-1 and one team to me, I think they're a team that can get to be where we expect that kind, those kind of results from these guys. He is Mr. Mark Durant. After this, we'll hear the pregame thoughts of BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. You are listening live to BYU Hoops pregame coverage from inside the Marriott Center in Provo. Still no fans in the stands, so BYU's vaunted home court advantage. Uh, not really much of one at all right now, and uh, for two big games this week, you'd like every possible advantage. So it's unfortunate the fans will not be able to help BYU, and help will definitely be needed against Boise State and Utah. Time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope who says it's another big week with long-term ramifications. So this is week three and week three has got just as much ramifications as week one and two. <laughs> They're all big. That's why we put the schedule together. Um, these are big games just like the ones we played last week and against great talented opponents um, that, that have some veteran leadership and so we, we got our hands full and it's, it's what we wanted. This is why we put the schedule together. Not a ton of guys back from, from last year's Boise team, but uh, what is back is a preseason conference player of the year in a Derek Alston Jr. Yeah, and he tore us up last year. Uh, you know, we couldn't control him to the rim. It was really difficult. Um, he's long and explosive and can really shoot it, and that's why he's, you know, a late first round, second round projected pick. And so um, he's a veteran guy. He's been through it. Uh, he's not going to be rattled. Um, he's, he's capable of scoring at all three levels. He's, you know, 6'9" three two four uh super talented player and uh they have a they have a, a deeply talented team but he's certainly the lead dog in the deal and a transfer laden bunch too there's a lot of high level talent in this group yeah oregon arizona a couple of arizona guys um it's a, it's a good group um they're veteran i think uh they're starting five um at some point i think uh you know all those guys have been in in college for four years whether they played four years or not so it's a, it's a veteran veteran experience group they're going to be on not rattled not phased uh and they're going to give us all we can handle two games they were going to win they did win uh the one they lost was was at houston what can you take from the houston game in terms of a, a how-to manual in, in the right way to play boise well houston plays a lot different than, than us they are uh, you know they are you know, six seven to six nine across the board, one of the top defensive teams in the entire country, and they hang their hat on that. 
um, but they were really effective in what they did. Um, you know, mostly it kind of it, it gives you a sense of, of how Boise wants to operate against high-level talent. Um, you know, this is a huge game for us in terms of protecting the middle of the floor and all the concepts that go with that. Protecting the middle, gaps, bottoms are all really important for us. Smash downs on the weak side, first pass out. Um, you know, they, they run a, you'll see they'll run a motion offense. It's a lot of brush screens. They're technically illegal screens, kind of penetrate middle and have someone coming right behind you and pitch behind you and kind of just a little bit of a moving screen. We'll see how the refs call that. Really difficult to guard. Um, you know, we've seen the three teams they played all kind of took different philosophies. Some guys tried to blow it up. Some guys tried to open it through. Some guys tried to switch. We'll try all three of those in their motion offense. Uh, we think they'll spend some time going big and, and post our guards a little bit, so we'll have to respond to that. You know, those are just a couple of the challenges that we'll face tonight. Okay, how do you feel your rotation is developing here through two weeks? Um, I like it. Uh, you know, we, we still are, you know, in the infancy stages of, 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 of knowing exactly where we'll be, and that's on purpose. Um, I don't want to... You know, it's going to cost us. It comes at a little bit of a cost to keep the rotation extended, but the benefit on the back end is really, really big um, with everything considered, with injuries and COVID and changes and scheduling. Um, if, we can, if we can somehow find a way to keep this rotation really broad, it is going to serve us incredibly well as we get into the guts of the season. The question is, can we do it and survive? So, um, but we'll keep trying. A couple of uh, Boise State players were uh, teammates with Alex Barcelo at Arizona. A.B. has gone from complimentary player to anchor of this team. It's been really fun to see. Yeah, it, you, know, his, it, you know, we're all enjoying watching his journey. Um, you know, we, 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 everybody enjoyed watching it last year. Uh, it was funny, uh, you know, in this prep, this, this game specifically, we spent a lot of time uh, going over all their fun, but including their game from last year. And he's just such a different player from last year, a different role, different decision-making. I mean, from the beginning of the season last year, to midseason, to the end of the season, his decision making went from really, really uh, um, immature to, to ex- extraordinarily mature by the end of the season. Incredibly efficient, and then he's managed to pick that up in this new role. It's 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 really awesome. It's just inspiring to watch these guys' growth as players and human beings, and his growth has been exponential. He'll be much more of a marked man in in certain games than others, but regardless of, of that, uh, whatever attention he draws. Is an opportunity created for someone else on the floor? Yep, and and he's he's prepared for that, and our guys prepared for that. Um, that's what you do as a great player. You you draw a lot of attention. You make things a little bit easier if we play right. If we can just play right, if we can approach the game with the right with the right feel, uh, it can be really serviceable for our entire team. Maybe lastly, then, what will be the sign to you that the feel is where it's supposed to be? Well, it starts it starts for us always right now in the in the young stages of the season. It starts on the on the defensive glass and and you know, defensive transition and, and our shell principles, that is the anchor for this team. Um, it's it's where we have to go when things are a little shaky elsewhere, and so that's that's going to be the most important thing. Are we handling them in transition? Our shell principles solid. Our guys really vocal on the defensive end, and we're we coming up with defensive rebounds. We can figure out the rest. We'll look for that tonight, Coach Pope. Thank you for the preview. Best of luck. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Greg. That is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. If you're looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's, you should try Smith's Click List. Order online, then pick up curbside by the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried & Jensen. Siegfried & Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Getting you set for BYU and Boise State. You've already heard from BYU head coach Mark Pope in the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation, welcoming you back inside the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah for BYU and Boise State in the 15th all-time meeting between these two programs. BYU leads the series nine games to five. Cougs are six and one against the Broncos here in Provo. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Our control board operator is Josh Sturgill. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineers are Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Jared Ivins is our broadcast intern at BYU Radio. You are listening live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, headed by our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143 and 89.1 FM HD2. Our over-the-air flagship is KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also heard on network affiliates and on the BYU Cougars app, the BYU radio app, the BYU game day app, the KSL apps, plus BYUCougars.com slash live radio and BYURadio.org. You can also hear play-by-play archives and highlights on the BYU basketball podcast. Well, eight days ago, BYU was blown out by USC back in Connecticut. And uh, with a game against St. John's the very next day, and then an in-state game on the weekend, uh, things could have gone sideways, uh, but they didn't. The Cougs responded with two big wins, including a grinder Saturday at the Spectrum. Uh, you Mark, you, you've already alluded to it, but it really was a big-time early season gut check and a great response from these guys. Yeah, I mean, when you lose a game like that, that can really test kind of the best locker room in America mantra, and it can really go sideways quickly, like you said. But, man, I'm so impressed with this team and how they bounced back. It was nice that they could play the next day. And, uh, and, listen, one of my favorite things as a player was to learn really good lessons without losing. I mean, <laughs> I, and I think BYU against St. John's and particularly Utah State learned some really good lessons about taking care of the basketball and what they needed to do to grind out a win and, and making big plays at the end without actually losing those games. So I think those games were very helpful for BYU. Uh, what, what I do like about BYU is, man, they play hard and they play good defense. They, for, for instance, Kata against Utah State, Greg, he had a nice game, but Utah State was going to him almost every time down, and Matt Harms and Harward and Loner did a heck of a job against a guy like Kate. So really good defense is keeping him in games, and then that heart is helping him win. Coming up after our break, we'll hear from Boise State assistant coach uh, Mike Burns, and we'll also update you on a personnel note of note for Boise State. They're down a pretty important player tonight. We'll talk about that when we come back to the Marriott Center as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. 
Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show live from the Marriott Center. Tonight, uh, BYU looks to make it three wins in a row for the second time this season. It's the 5-1 and one Cougars hosting the 2-1 and one Broncos of Boise State. COVID has already caused uh, some reschedulings and uh, cancellations for Boise, which, by the way, will be without a starting guard tonight. Marcus Shaver, Jr., the six foot 285-pound junior, and a transfer from Portland. Yeah, BYU played multiple games against Shaver when he was a pilot. Uh, he was for two. He was at two seasons with the Pilots. Was uh, on the WCC All Freshman Team. Honorable mention All WCC both his freshman and sophomore years. Averaged 15 points a game for the Pilots in 2018-19 to lead Portland. Transferred to Boise State. Sat out last season, and now is playing this year. But uh, was injured in the last game. Played just eight minutes in the last game uh, against College of Idaho and will not start tonight and was in a walking boot before the game, so we'd have to presume he's unavailable. So they'll start a little bigger. Emmanuel Acott, the Arizona transfer, will be in the starting five tonight for Boise State. So a lineup change and no Marcus Shaver, somebody with whom uh, BYU as a program is familiar. So that's a change for the Broncos. Uh, They've played only three games. BYU's already played six, but uh, that notwithstanding... Assistant coach Mike Burns tells me in our Zoom interview this week that he's uh, pretty happy with how a rebuilt roster has responded. Oh, it's going very well. I mean, we've been very fortunate because the transfers that we've brought in were with us last year. You know, uh, I mean, Abu Kijab played half of last season. Emmanuel Acott was with us last year. Marcus Shaver was with us last year. Malad Narmas was with us last year. Uh, Devonair Dutrieve was with us for a portion of last year. So, those guys that were, uh, you know, that we're adding this year uh, have all been exposed to how we go about our business and kind of what we do and how we play. And so um, it, it's been a pretty easy, uh, you know, first foot forward with them in, in these early games. They've kind of just stepped right in and, and done a great job for us. And I know that uh, your staff with, with Boise State and, and Coach Pope's staff with BYU both really happy with the length they have uh, with the 2021 squads. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously BYU, you know, you start with Harms and uh, and then all the other big guys that they have on that roster. I mean, uh, you know, you got Loner at the four spot, who's a really talented freshman, big physical kid. Uh, and then, you know, you go to the bench and you bring Gideon George behind him. You, you know, you bring Richard Hayward in and Colby Lee in and I mean those guys are just big dudes that can rebound the basketball and then all the other guys I mean you know Barcelo and Everett are ballers I mean they're just little you know it's like having two point guards on the floor at all all times but Harding and Nell and you know um, uh, Spencer Johnson those are guys that got size and can shoot the basketball so BYU's got a unique combination of size and skill and I think that's, you know, obviously why they've had the success they've had to this point in the season. You've been in the Marriott Center many times, Coach Burns, but uh, never in the current environment. Uh, how do you expect it to feel? You know, uh, the last time I was in there was one of the more special moments in my coaching career because I was the interim head coach at the University of Pacific, and we actually won in the Marriott Center. And that's the only time I think I've probably been in there 10, 12 times over the years. And that's the only time that uh, we've ever won. Um, it's an unbelievable environment, as you know, and, and the fans there make such a, such a big difference that I think going there without fans will be 
for me will be really bizarre because I'm used to walking into that floor and looking up as far as you can see and seeing bodies and, uh, and that crowd's loud and they get behind them. And, you know, I made the reference earlier. I mean, I'm old enough to remember the old uh, tennis shoe commercials with PF flyers and, and the BYU Cougars are, 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 are kind of like PF flyers in the Marriott center. They run faster and jump higher when those fans are in the building. So, uh, but I just think that building has an aura about it. And it's one of the great venues in college basketball. Well, as, as surreal as it was to not have an NCAA tournament this past spring, how do you, how do you think or hope the season we're currently in is going to be remembered? You know, I just, I hope that uh, when people look back on this year, I hope they really take the time to tip their caps to the student athletes and, uh, you know, you probably obviously know a lot of what they've gone through. And I, as a coach, obviously know, but, but just everything that these kids have had to deal with uh, since the pandemic broke out last spring. I mean, you're talking about, a, you know, we were a postseason team last year. BYU was a postseason team. That was literally in a matter of hours swept away. And those opportunities were gone. Uh, you know, summer workouts as we knew them didn't exist. We had a just an unbelievable schedule that we'd put together an opportunity for our guys. And then all of that went away. And, and we've had to, you know, rebuild these things multiple times. And through all of it, the student athletes just keep coming with great attitudes. They keep producing. They're on TV. They're putting on a show for the fans. I hope at the end of it, much like I felt with, you know, the NBA guys this summer, I hope that people will look back on this year and just really say, wow, unbelievable job by the, the collegiate student athletes and everything that they did, whether it's football, basketball, to provide, you know, uh, you know, unbelievable entertainment for the fans and just to do it in a first class fashion. I mean, I've been inspired by it as a coach. Well, Coach Burns, always good to catch up with you. Thanks for the time. I appreciate the preview. Uh, best of luck to you and your squad in Provo. Best of health and, and safe travels as the season progresses. Very much the same to you and all the BYU Cougar fans and a big hello to Coach Rose and Timmy Lacombe, former staff members there, great friends of mine. So thank you so much for having me. That is Boise State assistant coach Mike Burns. BYU fans, whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. BYU and Boise State coming up just after the top of the hour. We'll have more pregame coverage after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. Let us pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Radio, 107.9 FM, KUMT, Randolph, and KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. All right, uh, game one of a two-game homestand for BYU tonight. The Boise State Broncos and MWC preseason player of the year, Derek Alston Jr., visiting the Marriott Center. This is a really good team with uh, top transfer talent and length and a superstar mark in a tough stretch of games. This is among the toughest. Well, I, I hope we we'll see a blowout like we did with football. I don't think we're going to see it because Boise State's really good and they've got some premier type players. I'm curious to see if they'll continue to struggle from the three. If so, BYU should have a good chance, but I, I, I think it's going to be a really tough basketball game tonight. 
All right, time for our last break. Final word before tip-off coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. National Anthem, BYU and Boise State coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.